back to the Ticket Weeknights on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. I don't know if Tavy got in or not, Warfield. I, I just sent it to him. Uh-oh. Who is that in there? You got to turn your camera on. Who is him? That's what happened, Warfield. Technical difficulties. Hey, 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 Warfield, you remember this shirt? You remember this shirt? He gone already? Yeah, he probably he probably had to he got to hit allow. He'll probably try to pass back in. Oh, yeah, I remember that shirt. Appreciate it. I can fit it now. <laughs> you lost some weight? Yeah. I'm two and a, I'm two and a quarter. Really? Yeah. Hey, I'm 218. What? Yeah, buddy. Uh, what are you 218? Yeah, Kenny, all we're, we're on live, Kenny. Do you want you want me to pat you in or are you still driving? All right, I'm I hit you later. I tell Warfield you said hi. All right. <laughs> Kenny said what's up? I was just texting him. You remember that picture? Yes, sir. I gotta have you sign that. I, I'm I'm missing Christian and you. Where's Christian back in Jersey, right? I don't know. Did he go back? I think he's back home. I I think. I, I didn't feel him Lincoln. Yeah, I don't know if he went back or not. But but Warfield, yeah. now now that these guys are getting uh NIL money, right? And they're getting these evaluations. Um I guess my first question, because I, I I've got multiple, but my first question is. Could we handle NIL knowing it in back then? That's my first question. And then what do you say to these guys who are getting anywhere from bottom bottom feeder guys, 2800 3, 3800 maybe five grand, uh, not a month, maybe close to a month, and then some of these other guys are getting ten, fifteen thousand dollars $15,000 a month. What do you say to those guys? You know, VJ, it's hard to, to make a kid understand the value of a dollar. Because when you're making that money, you don't you, you think it's always going to come. You never know when it's going to stop. Uh, you think that you got this talent that's going to keep this money coming. And most of the time, you don't really want to listen to what a person has to say. Because if somebody's telling me I got to give, I'm making $10,000 a month. And I got to give seven grand or eight thousand to somebody else to invest for me and i can live off two or three thousand in college i wouldn't want to hear that i wouldn't be thinking far ahead enough to say that um this is what's best for me um i wasn't mature enough to think that way back then now it's different it's easy for me to say it's easy for any of us to say uh, what's the best thing to do and how to, you know, make this money last you forever and you can still live a good life after the fact. But if you tell either one of us at that time we're in college, 
you gonna pay me ten, fifteen thousand dollars a month? All I gotta do is go to class and play football and continue doing the things that I do with my college life. Technically, I made it. <laughs> you know? Technically. I mean, because be honest, my first year at Kansas City, my check was only fifteen thousand a week. Now that's small compared to what the starters made. It sounds like a lot of money, but that doesn't, you don't get that every, uh, 12 months out of the year. You get that for every game that you play. And then when that season's over with, whatever that 15000 per week that you made, that's got to last you through the offseason. Again, we don't think about what's going to happen in the offseason. I'm about to spend in the moment to buy me some nice shoes, nice clothes, get me a car, uh, put some nice stuff in my house. Probably Boston jewelry. I want to see what all shoes come out weekly. Like that's we got a bad way of thinking, uh, especially with the black culture. And so uh, I just wish that they could understand, like in the moment, how important it, this could be for their future. To take that, if you're getting ten thousand, take seven thousand of that or six thousand of that, and give it to somebody that can invest for you. Put it into an account when you're done. Uh, with college and you're searching for that job, you still got this money uh, that you can fall back on at, at that when you haven't started making this kind of money yet, or if you don't make it to the league, you got this money that can get you by until things start to, you know, uh, moving for you. But uh, I just wish kids would understand that. Uh, and I, I talk to kids nowadays and a lot of them, they just, again, they just caught up in the moment of what they're making and, and who they are and what's in the future. Everybody on the football team think, think, thinks they're going pro. Every single person does. Not only do they know that maybe one or two of those guys is going to make it. Well, what, now, you know, talking about that, I mean, it wasn't like you was a lock to make it. You nope. know what I mean? I mean, being almost next to the last pick in, in, in that draft in 97. Yep. You know, how hard how hard was it for you to make it? I didn't even think I was gonna make it. That's the that's the funny part. VJ, this whole time I was in Nebraska, I didn't think I was a good football player. I just knew I was a good athlete. <clears throat> I could do any sport out there you wanted me to do and do it good. I couldn't do it great, I could do it good. I could do every sport known that I that you put in front of me and do it well. So when it came to football. I didn't think I was great. I didn't. I, just to be honest, I didn't think I belonged on Nebraska. Wow. I thought guys were too – I thought the team was too good for me. But wow. then I look at my role and the little things that I did, I, I contributed in some fashion, some way. Um, but then when it came down to it, the draft comes, I'm not faster than half these guys on this team. I'm not quicker than most of these guys on this team. I don't hit as hard as Tavy and a lot of these guys on the team. I don't cover as good as Ralph and these other guys on this team. Um, but when it came down to it, I got drafted. It was almost last person, but I made the draft. I made a little money. And I ended up getting on the team, and I learned some things. I learned some things from some veterans that, that kept me um, a part of the, the, the Chiefs team. You know, I didn't get in there. I, I, I went from safety to corner. That's not a transition a lot of guys make. And I went to a starting corner. Now, as, as bad as people want to say I played, I got stats out there. 
I got a Wikipedia page that, that, that says I did it and I did it at a high level. So I'm proud of what I did because I've done a lot of things better. Hell yeah. I made some mistakes. I made a lot of mistakes. But I ended up doing it, you know, something that was unheard of. And that was, you know, for me, a guy that didn't think he was a football player. I thought I was going to run track and play basketball. Wow. And Good. they ended up playing in the NFL for, for a long time as a starter. Yeah, that's what I'm going to say. How, how hard was that going for him? You know, of course, I was there with you for a year, two, year and a half. How hard was it going from safety to a corner? So when I got to <clears throat> when I got with Dale Carter, James Ace, and Mark McMillan, I didn't do anything the way they did it. James was a big, bulky guy that was smart, just knew every damn thing. Dale, Hart, Dale, Dale uh, Carter was like a, a a jackrabbit out there that's wired twenty four seven. You know, he can go out and come back in the morning and be and and run your play like he and never miss a beat. Mark McMillan was short in statue and, and, you know, didn't make the biggest tackles, but he made plays. And so I had to learn something from each one of these guys in order to make myself a part of this secondary. And when I came in, all they know is like, this dude's got some long arms. So put him at the line of scrimmage and let him jam receivers. It worked. So now all I got to do is jam you at the line and follow you around. It worked. Coming to the second year, I'm playing. I'm playing a lot. Coming to the third year, I'm starting. Like, what the heck is going on? How is all this happening? It just started to transition for me. So that first year, they called me up, and I was going to Kansas City. I was like, man, I got this phone call that basically just says I'm a part of the Chiefs, but when I get there, I know I'm going to get cut the next day because I never played corner in my life. I've never guarded anybody. So what's the whole point of bringing me in here? But fortunate enough, I picked up things slowly and, and – Ended up becoming one of the Chiefs, you know, I think I'm in the tops and in, in interceptions uh, out there. But, you know, again, I didn't think it would happen. I, I'm, uh, I mean, I, I, I'm still shocked sometimes. Not, not that you couldn't do it because you're an athlete, you know what I mean? But I think, you know what I mean, how fast those nine years went, um, and how at a high level you played at those nine years. But when I look back, I always say, you know, what if you could have had a Warfield that was consulting you back then? Oh, man, I'd be – I'd probably still be playing right now at 47. <laughs> See? But that's what they that, – I just think that those guys, you know what I mean, those young guys coming through the now – they need to hear this real. And I think they need to hear from somebody that looks like them, somebody that's that's been through what they all of them want to go through one day. That only three percent or one percent are gonna go through. Yep. What would you say to them? Uh, for one, uh be confident in whatever you do. Um uh, everybody's not gonna get a chance. I mean, you you get a chance. To, to play at the NFL when you line up on Saturdays. That's your that's that's you building your resume. Mm. Now, when it comes down to it and you get with these agents and you get with these scouts and you have to perform, do your best. Go into that team, get to know the guys that are playing your position that are starters. Become best friends with them. They ask you to do something, you do it, don't question. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to time to where you need to perform and you don't know things, 
they will help you easy. When it comes to getting cut or making a team, they will speak up for you because they know that you want to be there that, because you, you are taking the time to do the things that you need to do in order to be on this team, whether it's doing the little stuff for them and doing the big stuff for yourself of trying to understand how do I become a professional corner? What is, what is he eating? What is he watching on TV? How does he dress? What, is he, what does he drive? Uh, how does he study his playbook? Uh, who does he hang out with? Like, I was trying to figure out everything with these dudes. And then when it came down to it, Hasty was like, this is my little bro, man. Like, he is like everything that what I am. He's just longer. All my movements for my first couple of years came from James Hasty. And when it came down to getting cut, I knew I had outperformed some of the guys that were drafted. And I think Robert Williams, they called him quick at the time, was drafted a fifth. And we had a couple other guys drafted with us. And I knew by, by the time uh, our passing uh, OTAs were done, I had outperformed most of these guys. And I, I wasn't too concerned about if I was going to get, if they were going to get cut before me. Now, the only thing that could have happened was that being that they were drafted higher than me, they had already committed to a certain amount of money. And so if you cut them, you still got to pay them a certain amount. That's way more than what you're paying me. <clears throat> so the politics side of it could have played into it. But it came down to potential as to what they were looking for. And so when it, when those cuts came, a lot of those guys didn't make it. And when it came for guys having to speak up, you know, I had I know I had the, the star DBs that were like, you know, this guy could be a part of our group. He can be a player in this league. Yeah. Hey, 1997, what was your best game? Oh, I don't even know, man. Like, um, our team was so good and so fun to the point of, like, I couldn't even pick out, like, a, a, a game for me that was just a highlight of my career. Um, and outside of the Missouri game, of which we uh, had to go to overtime, I think we had one other game that year that was probably close. Man, uh, we had blowout games. Everything was fun. So... Oh, Colorado. Okay. <laughs> that was a fun one. That boy got VAT. Hey, hey, hey I, I've been watching this stuff. Look. That boy got VHS. <laughs> Hold up. You remember that game? Yeah, buddy. That was a fun one there. Nebraska, Washington? Yes, sir. Hold up. You got a VHS? Why don't you get them converted digitally? I'm, I just I just got these. How you get them? You remember my big brother John? What's his last name? Dooley. You remember my big brother? Yeah. So not only does he got these tapes, he's got newspaper clippings from back in the day. Y'all's recruiting class, our recruiting class, everything, man. Hold up. I, I'm quite sure you did the Osborne, the Coach Osborne show, right? Uh, with all the guys that came out here, yeah. No, you remember how we used to do the Coach Osborne show where we'd have to go up to Husker Vision? Man, I don't even remember that. Wow. <laughs> well, I'm gonna I'm gonna refresh your memory, but look at look, do you see what NBA game that is? Championship game that is? Uh uh, I can't read that. 
The Lakers versus the Pistons, 1988. Oh, wow. Dang. Baylor versus NU was the game. Oh, you did that, too. You're on there. Damn. Tom so you going to get somebody to put them, make them digital for you? Yes, sir. K-State, Texas Tech, 97. Yeah, buddy. But Texas Tech was a good game for me or Tavy. It wasn't? Uh-uh. <laughs> what about we were getting on us. What about Texas A&M? Oh, yeah. We were putting it on them boys. Well, yeah, that's what – but this is Texas Tech junior year. This is 96. Was that in Texas Tech? Yes. So that's the game that me and Tavy didn't play good. And Tavy was, Tavy was all happy because that's going home for him. Right. And well, Coach this, D was getting on our butts. This is Texas Tech 97. Okay, well, that's different then. Yeah, we we uh we did some damage then. Hold on. Let me see what else we got. Oh, 96 NUOU. Yeah, I think we beat them real bad that year. I mean, we beat the brakes off there. That was a, that was a I think that, You know what? I think that Central Florida game was close, wasn't it? Yeah. With yeah. Culpepper? Yeah, I mean it ended up being forty two twenty four, but it was it was close to the beginning. Gotcha. Yeah, it was close. This is ninety six K State. Can you have a a, a block in that game? I, uh, yeah, or, I think I did block a punt. Yeah, or interception. Something you had an interception that game too. That was it, at it was one State. of the K State games. I don't know which one. That game it was at K State. Okay. I don't I don't forget too much. What about you remember the cause so you remember we got we got beat. Was you playing when we got beat by Arizona State? Yep. You was? Yep. Well I take my hat off to you guys because y'all play lights out. We play like you know what. It was 19, it was 19 or what? Zero? Yes. <laughs> How many points you think came off a turn? They only scored one time. All the rest of the points came off turnovers, yeah. safeties. Man, you got Colorado State in you. That was a pretty good game. Yeah, that was a game after the loss. Oh, the night game, Kansas versus uh, us at Nebraska. Well, that was a, that was a spanking. That was a fun game. Who was that? Who 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 they have? Remember they had uh y'all let what's name do y'all bird I think it was that was the receiver Isaac Bird or somebody. Remember oh yeah, I do remember that name. Yeah, yeah, Isaac Bird did y'all in a little bit, but but we you know we put it together. All right, let me see. I got the '96 Orange Bowl. Yeah, damage. I got. The 95 Orange Bowl. Yeah, buddy. Epic. So, man, that's the crazy thing. Like, I look at our games or, like, our bowl games, and people question, like, you know, you know, I take my hat off to Nick Saban for what he's done. You know, he, he's, he's put together uh, some teams with a bunch of high five-star recruiters. Like, he, he's got all five-star recruiters. We didn't have that. But when we played bowl games, we made a statement. You know, we might have started out slow in a couple of them, but when the, when the wheels got to rolling, 
we made statements and we didn't have close games. And so you don't see like the close games, like, you know, Alabama having with most of these teams that they play um, outside of what Georgia did to TCU. That's about the only blowout game that I've seen in national championship, but we were, yeah, we were handing out haymakers. Uh, it would be the 97 ball game against Tennessee, but in 90. Yep. And Tennessee had some dogs, man. All them first-round picks they had? All of them. Defensive end, first-round, Terry Fair. Players. Man, they had, they, they had some, some dogs on that team. And got, what what they molly wop? <laughs> this is a Fiesta Bowl. 96. That was a fun that was, game. That was fun. That was a fun game. What 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 do you think was your your your, your funniest game? Where you just had fun. You just was a kid out there. Uh what was that? Um you know I'll say this and it and, and not to bring any uh bad things into it. Um uh, the game that me and you got, and I think it was just me and you, right? Got suspended for the first. I enjoyed that that that, that Oklahoma game. Cause I had well, to play for something. I had to play us. Had to play for something. <laughs> that hurt. Hey, hey, that hurt though. Yeah, it did. That hurts. It did. We 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 made a statement though. We did make a statement. Well, you know what? What? And look, when you watch the game now, you see it. You can tell when we came into the game. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, because you know the, that said game. Um, we're we're not doing much anything right now. And and here comes Mr. Warfield into the game. Yeah. And, and here comes VJ into the game. I, I I think the other two guys. I don't think that they was a. The other the other two they didn't play much. Nobody knew what happened either, so that was a good part. You know. They didn't either. I thought they. I thought. I thought. I thought the coach that that walked in on us. I thought he could have. He didn't have to. He didn't have to run it all the way up the ladder. Yeah, could have did it himself. Yeah, he could. He could have just punished us. You know what I mean? And and that would have to me, right? That would have bonded us to him. He would have forever had something over us. One hundred percent. You know, but 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 that didn't happen like that. So, it didn't. <laughs> it did. It hurt, but it didn't hurt. We came back. Yeah, hey, you didn't yep. have a choice. Licks. <laughs> and I know y'all want to know what it is. We're not gonna tell. <laughs> so we already be trying to rat me out, Warfield. No. Oh, he's <laughs> trying to rat me out. Hey, he wasn't even there for that. <laughs> He wasn't even there for that. Well, I always say this. Could you imagine if Coach Brown walked in 15 minutes, 15 minutes before that? Everybody. Everybody. <coughs> now, you know the story, right? You know when I went in, when I went in, you know the gang, what the gangster asked me, right? No. Give me names. <laughs> what was I supposed to say? You know what I'm saying? All right, coach, forget it. You got me, man. I ain't, I ain't even going down that road. You got me. I yeah, it was me. 
we did some stuff. But again, I think having people like yourself, like myself, like Tavy, like Kenny, um, I, I think it'll help. So listen. Part of a husky. Warfare, we ain't going two hours. Nah, man. If you're back next week, let me know. I can come on next week. Get we're back, telling you now, we're back next week. All right, back. Make sure that Kenny, Tavy, and everybody get in next week because I think it'll be good to get all the guys back and, and just talk some of this story. And I'm going to dig into some of these tapes. All right. Yeah, let me know who you get. Come on next week, man. I, I'm, I'm here. Okay, appreciate you, man. Yes, sir, man. Love you, bro. Hey, tell hey, tell my mother Miss Rose hi for me. Will do. All right, man. Have a hey, Purple Husker, Eric Warfield, two-time national champ. My brother from another mother. Love you, bro. Love you, man.